calling all history buffs and curious skeptics. For over a decade, History Channel's show Ancient Aliens have been claiming they have evidence for alien interference in world history. But does the evidence hold up when scientifically examined? In the podcast, Digging Up Ancient Aliens, our host Frederick uses his background in archaeology, critical thinking, and skepticism to unlock our history. We investigate everything from Bosnian pyramids to Nazi Germany's supposed alien technology. Listen on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or visit diggingupancientaliens.com. Hello. Hello, hello. This is 2AM Brains. I am Dinah. And I am Estelle. And so Estelle, let's tell our listeners a little bit about what we do here. What is our podcast? What do we do? We just talk shit. We talk shit. (laughs) We mostly just talk shit. We talk shit about different topics every week. Every week. This is our first week in February episode. Yes, we are in 2023. 2023. I'm assuming we're living our best lives at this well, point. I, I don't think we could live any other <laughs> life, so we might as well make it our best exactly. life. Exactly. Um, we do have a little bit of housekeeping before we start. Okay. So our lovely, wondrous, wonderful Estelle yes. is in college. I am. She is finishing up the very last of her college. I'm so thankful. <laughs> I think I have, what, one, two semesters left? Yeah. Yeah. Now... Anyone who has been to college knows that that is the most insane time. It's just right at the end. You have to finish those last few classes. You got senioritis. Pushing to get it done. All of this is to say that our wonderful Estelle is going to be taking a little time off here and there over the next couple of months. We may not hear her voice more than maybe once Mm -hmm. a month for the next two, three months maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Depending on how things are going with college. We do have some excellent guest hosts lined up. That I'm very excited about. I enjoy Um, them. We will be announcing those hosts as they come on because I don't have the schedule (laughs) fully for everybody. But you know, over the next few weeks, you will be hearing some new voices with us. Um, And we also have a couple little surprises coming over the next couple of months. Mm. Just a little teaser. So while Mrs. Estelle is gone, keep listening. Yes, please. It will be wonderful. The boys are great. Well, as far as I know, the the people that I know are boys. <laughs> so they are great. Well, we have right now, we are in talks with both David and Gray to come on and do some Which we've hosting. heard from before, right? They have both been on the show previously. Our listeners love them. Yep. We love them. We love they them. are wonderful, hilarious people. Yay. We are in talks to get both of them to come fill in on different episodes. And possibly a couple of other people as well. I don't want to say any names because we don't have no, any. No, for sure. We don't have any definite yeses okay. from a few of the others that I've talked to. Cool. We'll get there. So there you go. But I'll be back. But today is still. Yes. Today, we are going to talk about serial killers. Dun-dun-dun, slasher! (laughs) Yay, cool. We are. So, you know a little about serial killers? I know actually kind of too much about serial killers. Okay. Uh, Well, you know, I don't know. I have heard too much about serial killers. Have I retained all the information? No. But I have heard pretty much all podcasts about serial killers. I've watched a okay. lot of documentaries about serial killers. I have 
So did I ever do research about a serial killer? Maybe. Probably. probably. I think you probably did. <laughs> Your background on serial killers then. Is this modern serial killers? Um, well, yeah, pretty modern. Okay. Right? Because like I don't really know anything, Pat. What? What? <laughs> well, uh, Jack the Ripper, he's pretty old. Jack the Ripper is fairly old. Jack okay. the Ripper's eighteen hundreds. So Yeah. I know a little bit about a little bit of okay. little bits. Okay. Now, there is, this is a, a TikTok that went sort of semi-viral recently, and it okay. came across my For You page. So I did a little reading on it because I thought, wow, that was really interesting. Mm-hmm. Now, according mm-hmm. to this TikTok, um, have you heard the rhyme, The Muffin Man? Yes. Okay. So... The way that goes, for anyone who hasn't heard it, do you know the Muffin Man, the Muffin Man, the Muffin Man? Do you know the Muffin Man? He lives on Drury Lane. Other versions also substitute Jewelry Lane or Dorset Lane. These are all places in London. Oh. So this is... They are real places. Yes, these are real places in London that these streets have existed for hundreds and hundreds of years. Right. So according to this TikTok... This rhyme was written in the 16th century in order to warn children about a serial killer named Frederick Thomas Linwood, who was a muffin man and was killing children. Oh, shit. Now, in the 16th century, a muffin man was literally a baker who would bring his baked goods around the neighborhood like like a milkman. Okay, but with bread. Okay, and he would be called a muffin man. What the fuck? Why don't we have those anymore? I don't know, but I listen. I'm getting sick and tired of this. No milkmans. No muffins. You know, we don't have a milkman. We don't have a muffin man. But what we do have is delivery services that will go pick up your groceries and bring them to you. Not in Sweet Home. I don't have that in Sweet Home. No, but what you do have is delivery services where you can order your groceries and go pick them up. And get them delivered to your car at your convenience. I do have that, and I do use that. I use that on a very regular basis. In fact, when we leave today's recording, (laughs) I am making two separate grocery stops (laughs) at two separate stores, pulling up and having them delivered to my car. You know, I will say that is one of the best things. It's amazing. About living in this time. It is amazing. I'll agree. But... I would also like someone to come to my house with fresh fucking milk and fresh fucking bakery. You know, not the milk for me, but definitely the baked goods. I mean, I don't want a lot of milk, but I think fresh glass of milk weekly. You know, I think if I'm getting fresh baked goods, if I'm getting like brownies or something, (sighs) I'm going to want the milk. That's true. Yeah. 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 So you're right. The Muffin Man. Muffin Man. Supposedly, he was a murderer. Yeah, not cool. Now, you've heard the story. But he's killing children. Do you see anything wrong with the story? So, the story is this rhyme is used to warn children about Frederick Thomas Linwood, who everybody knew was a serial killer, on Drury Lane, Jewelry Lane, or Dorset Lane in England. Wait, why is this guy just still living in... There that uh-huh. he's not getting arrested. They just have like a now known you're serial starting killer. to understand. Like a ch- doesn't all of this like I feel like all of these uh what is this called? This is a called a 
like a children's rhyme. Uh-huh. Children's yes. rhyme. It's a nursery rhyme. All of these are based on sketch-ass shit for the most part. Or they're based on rhymes because rhymes are fun for children. No, mostly based on not cool things. A lot of the time... Like Cinderella? The honestly, real story of that's, Well, well first of all, Cinderella isn't a nursery rhyme. Really. It's a fairy tale. And... The original story of Cinderella, she probably never existed in any form, well, no. and certainly not like, in that what form. Was it? It's a... I don't know who we're talking about now. Grimm Brothers? The Grimm Brothers? They, they traveled they like the around the Germanic area and collected local fairy tales and then put them and down the And they made the them book. their own. Oh, okay. That doesn't mean the they're stories were real. Like, well, no, oh, oh my gosh! I don't think they're real life. Like, like Cinderella was a real woman. <laughs> okay. Oh my god, I'm not that. Nice. But the Muffin Man is not in that any way based real. on a fairy tale. Okay. Okay. The the Muffin Man it's is a real life story. No. Okay. Absolutely not. No. Completely not real. I mean, I want to. Everything that that TikToker said is entirely uh, made up. Duh. The person was using. Terrible sources. Okay. There is no oh, evidence. You debunked the whole thing. Yes, there's no That's evidence that about. Frederick Thomas Lynn would ever existed. Oh. And if you stop and think about this for a second, yeah. because I heard this TikTok and I'm like, wow, that's interesting. But why wouldn't they just arrest him? And if you're going to come up with a rhyme to warn children about a serial killer saying, do you know him? This is where he lives, isn't a warning. No. You don't like, warn the children of anything. Don't tell the kids where the guy lives. Yeah. He's muff- he has muffins. Yeah, go tell the kids where they can go get, get murdered, little boy. Muffins from a murderer. That is not a warning. Yeah, I would agree. So there's no evidence of his ever existing okay. in the area of Drury Lane. Right. Or any of those others, Dorset Lane, Jewelry Lane. There's no evidence of him existing in that time period. Um, there were real bakers. Right. And they should be. Real bakers again that deliver to your house. Agreed. Not the murdery type. No, please. But there you go. We have now debunked this we TikTok. We do have Amazon, but they don't deliver fresh baked bread. We have a lot of. Deliveries. We need to work on this. Now, see, and I. Think I know we can't do everything. But there we need are to work some on stores this. that do have a bakery, and so they will deliver food. And you can pay for the delivery. Do you think I could call Safer and be like? Could you call me and let me know when your fresh baked muffins are ready? I would like They come to out first it. thing in the morning. The bakery is always so bakeries usually run very late at night, like while you and I are at work. Right. And then they put out all their baked goods between like five and six AM because that's when everyone's buying donuts and muffins and baked goods. Yeah. So they're always going to be fresh first thing in the morning. Mm-hmm. And well, the bakeries. You're welcome, everybody else. Now you have the same information about where we can get our fresh baked goods from. <laughs> Isn't that wonderful? <laughs> Thank you, Dinah. <laughs> and now, after work every morning, Estelle is going to be heading to the bakery. Well, my favorite bakery is Hazella. I was just going to ask you about that. They're favorite. a local, locally mm-hmm. owned, tiny, tiny one store in our yep. town. Yep. Um, I haven't been there. Wonderful. You've so get I probably there. tell me about the next serial killer. So we know then that Thomas Linwood was not the first serial killer because he didn't exist. Right. But who was the first serial killer in England, specifically England? Like documented. First documented, proven, 
serial killer in England. Cool. Who was it? Do you have any ideas? Any guesses? Hmm. Wait, well, was it Jack? No, it wasn't Jack the Ripper. It was not Jack the Ripper. Okay. This is actually pre-Jack the Ripper. So, no, this is just in England. Okay. So this is actually okay. in the 1800s. Oh, okay. um, her name was... Her name? Her name. The very wow. first English serial killer documented was a woman. Her name was Marianne Cotton. Would you like to guess how many people she killed? Mm. Any guess? Like seven. You think seven people? Yeah. Okay. So she was convicted of killing one person. However, it is believed that she actually killed 21 people. Mm. 11 of them were her own children. Oh. Three of them were her husbands. Yes. And but one of not, them... I just... I didn't want to glorify that. Actually, let me take that back. This woman probably is wolf. She also murdered her own mother. <laughs> oh, boy. She was only able to be convicted of killing her stepson. Okay. Um, so Why? what happened is okay. she had taken out life insurance on people. In There's the 1800s. life insurance in the 1800s? Yes, there was life insurance in the 1800s. Oh, and then they would die... Of Natural what was later cause. found to be poisoning. And it was the symptoms of this poisoning at the time just looked like they were really, really sick. Oh, and they kept getting really, really sick. And they would die. And then she would collect life insurance on a total of 21 people. That's fucking. So she was actually convicted and sentenced to death in 1873. Oh, shit. Sentenced so to death, eh? She was put to death for killing yeah. 21 people. Ooh. One of them she was convicted of. 11 of them were her own children. Huh. Yeah. First of all, she had 11 fucking kids. She had 11 fucking children that she killed. Now, some of those were stepchildren. You? Oh, oh my God. She's killing their kids? <laughs> well, she was married four times. Shit. <laughs> Shit. Did the yeah. last guy like catch on or something? Um, I don't remember now if the last one survived. Um, three of the four husbands she killed. Um Fuck. one of them, the, the one she was actually convicted of was Charles, her stepson. You know, we had a show called uh, Wretched Cunts one time, and this kind of sounds like a wretched fucking pun, if you ask me. I think so too. That was actually our original podcast and Oh, that didn't go well. No. We had to figure out yeah. some things. and It's okay. I mean, we could just do a focus of, like, a couple times a year, just a focus of Wretched Guns. We could. We just yeah. realized that we would constantly be talking about the same person over and over again. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that didn't seem fun yeah. for anybody. No. No. It would get boring after a while. It's hilarious that we just didn't seem to know what we were talking about. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Anyways. We did. Um, but, damn, dude. Eleven fucking kids. What was her name again? Kids. Her name was Marianne Cotton. Marianne Cotton. Well, Marianne Cotton, you should go fuck yourself. So now we know the first recorded serial killer in England. Okay. What about the first recorded serial killer in history? That we actually have enough evidence to say this was probably the first recorded in history. Ever now we're not talking How'd about you find this? we're not talking about a warlord. We're talking about someone who 
was a serial killer, actively murdering individual people, intentionally killing people. Okay. Any guesses on when this could have been or who they could have been? 1600s. No. Okay. We are talking about the 1400s, actually. 1400s? Holy balls. We are talking about the 1430s. We are talking about where? Giles de Race. And I am sure I mispronounced that. It is French. And I am not even going to attempt French. So, fuck you, French. It's a little hard. (laughs) So, um, he was born in 1404. He was a soldier in the Hundred Hundred Years War. He actually fought alongside Joan of Arc in her campaign against the British. So he was a war hero, a decorated war hero. He was a contemporary of Joan of Arc. He was celebrated in that war. And he wasn't just a soldier. He was appointed to the highest military distinction in France, the Marshal of France. Um, He was extremely wealthy and he inherited his states from his wealthy family. Um, he also lived extremely extravagantly. And so after inheriting that much, all of his estates and his money, he sold quite a few of those in order to continue to fund his extravagant life after Mm. leaving the military. Um, once he left the military, he became consumed with religion and salvation. And he started using alchemists and sorcerers to help him fix the financial disaster that was caused by his overspending. So he's consumed with religion. He's obsessed with alchemy. He is obsessed with alchemy. um, Originally alchemy was turning, I think it's iron into gold. It's the transmutation of specific metals into precious, precious metals. Um, Interesting. And it's, yeah, I mean, it's it's interesting. It's yeah. also complete bullshit. It's not possible. Not possible. No. Oh, can't no. do that. You, you can't. No, you cannot. Okay. You cannot turn one kind of metal into a precious I mean, metal. Right, that would, like, obviously can, make sense. You can combine certain metals to okay. make stronger metals and to do things. You cannot turn a metal into another metal. Okay. So you can combine things. Fun fact. Yeah. Fun fact. Alchemy's bullshit. Right. It has been debunked for centuries. What about, like... Turning coal into diamonds is that bullshit? Uh, that's not alchemy. But that that, that <laughs> that's chemistry. That's chemistry. <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, you you can you, you can use chemistry. Chemistry is a real thing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's good. Well, chemistry that's is still real. real. You cannot Clever use chemistry to turn that. things into gold, though. Okay. You cannot create cannot gold do that. out of nothing. Gold is its own thing. Which, okay, that checks out. Yes. You obviously can't turn tin into gold. No, you cannot turn (laughs) tin into gold or anything else. This checks out. Okay, so that's what he was attempting to do. Mm. He was using alchemy and sorcery to fix his his overspending. Um, He just didn't know what a budget was. He did not know what a budget was. I guess they didn't have Um, planners back then. They did not have very good planners at all. I'll say I have a planner and I write everything down. I think that's excellent. I have, um, I do most of mine on my tablet and my phone, but I do also have, my budgeting is done on paper still yeah, because it's just easier. It's nice to see it. 
You know, I, I like to put pen to paper sometimes. It's good to use my uh -huh. hand. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I think there's like actually things where you're like writing is good for your brain. Yeah. Helps you remember. Yeah. Something. It, and I, I keep it in a notebook and it's one of the reasons that I keep it on paper too is that my spouse and I share budgeting and finances. Right. And so it's easier if it's in one location that we both have constant access to. That makes sense. So that neither one of us ever has to ask the other yeah, to what's see going the on. budget. Yeah. It's not in a difficult to see place. It's very easy. I also do like spreadsheets, but I don't oh, have a spreadsheet program. Okay. So I don't keep it on a computer. Would you like to learn how to use Excel? I love Excel. We I have, just don't have Excel. We have full access to Excel and I will show you where it is. Well you we have access at work. Oh, but I can't really don't have that access. Off at home, right? I don't have access on and my own. And you want to be able to go in there. And again, it needs to be in a place where both right. myself and my or spouse have yeah, access. And I just don't want to spend the money on it. So well, I, don't I understand keep it on why paper. we have to buy freaking apps. But uh, yeah, it's because whatever. they make them. And so anyway, getting back to <laughs> serial killing. <laughs> We're on one today. Um, he was overspending and he was using magic. To try and fix that. Good for him. Um, well, no, not so much. Oh, didn't work, eh? So while he was using all of this alchemy and whatnot to turn lead into gold, blah, 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 he murdered at least a hundred boys. A hundred boys? At least a hundred. What? At least. Why? That it was... So witnesses said that they saw his servants disposing of bodies of dozens of children. He ritualistically tortured and killed these children over a full decade. Um, oh. Now, here's the thing. He was not arrested until after he kidnapped a priest for a completely different reason. Oh, 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 oh that's where we draw the line? He was not accused of anything until he kidnapped a priest for a completely unrelated issue, and then they started looking into him. Why did he, now, why did he kidnap the priest? I, unknown. Yeah. Okay, not important. Uh, it had to do with money, moving forward. It was about the money, yeah. What Nothing the fuck to do with is the priest gonna do for him? Yeah, okay. um, but this is where some of the historians have some questions, hmm. because he did confess. But he didn't confess until he was threatened with torture. Oh, so they think it might be some, like, uh... Yeah. Yeah. And I don't know about you, but I might be willing to confess to stuff to avoid being tortured. Yeah. Well, um, there's actually... We could probably do an episode on it. But, like, there's a lot of people that falsely... Confess? Yes. Under torture. Yes. Which is why torture well, is not even just torture, but, like, having to sit here like having to sit in a room by the like isolation mm -hmm. they guilt like they falsely confess for like being talked to for too like there's just we like being told can do a whole yeah. episode because it's like the crazy tactics that police use to get false confessions yeah, it's wild and we can do that but this guy he was accused of murdering a hundred children he confessed to it was he guilty I don't know. But people did say they saw him. Witnesses say they saw well, him. Who were witnesses? You don't know. But well, we don't know who the witnesses are. were. So, yeah. and keep in mind, this was the 1400s. 
Um, this I'll happened say it seems in the 1930s, a little sketchy. so it's a little bit sketchy. Mm -hmm. But he is the first documented. Okay. So there you go. Hmm. Okay, so we have talked about the first recorded and the first and the first documented, which is the first recorded. Yeah, but we've I mean, talked the, about the, the first, first in England. England. We've talked about the first England. anywhere. Yeah. We are now going to talk about highest body count. Mm. So that's not a good number. Again, we're not glorifying no, it's interesting. serial killers. It, it's yeah, not good. It's go. interesting. Okay. Cool, cool, cool. So <laughs> thanks for clearing that up for me. We're going to talk about the highest proven or suspected body count. Shit, man. This is crazy. If that one guy had like a hundred. So the highest suspected is actually a tie between two South American men. Mm -hmm. uh, Louise Garavito and Pedro Lopez. They were both suspected of killing 300 or more children, 300 or more children, and both of them were active in Colombia and Ecuador. Lopez was also active in Peru, and he targeted mostly girls between the ages of 8 and 12. No. He was proven. Why was he killing these girls? Because he was a serial killer, and that's their job. It is very awful, but that's, that's a lot of them. It is a lot, and that's what serial killers do. Right. They kill. What did? What, what, how did this motherfucker not get arrested? He was. He was, he was eventually what? arrested. He was convicted eventually of killing three hundred. Well, he was convicted of killing one hundred and ten. <gasps> he was suspected of killing over three hundred. Uh, he was released from prison in nineteen ninety eight. And then he, he was, was wanted. What? He was released in 1998 after serving his sentence. He was what? wanted for another murder in 2002. No shit. Here's the fun part. He is still at large. Now, that is 21 years ago. Right. It is possible that he is dead by now. Likely. But <laughs> he got out of prison. And they just, what the fuck And is still at large you know, after being suspected of killing more people. Apparently no people can get in the fucking justice and system, right, can they? So that was Pedro Lopez. Um, the other one we were talking about, Luis Garavito. He was active in Venezuela and Colombia and Ecuador. Uh, he has been proven to have killed 193 victims. Suspected of killing over 300, oh, wow. but proven 193. He targeted mostly boys between the ages of 6 and 16. And he will actually be eligible for parole later this year. Oh, my God. So he is still in prison. He went to prison when, you say? Uh, I don't have the date written down, uh, um, but he is eligible for parole this year. So we'll see. Terrifying. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think after killing upwards of 100 people... That there is salvation after that. I'm not sure that there is. No? Uh-uh. No? I don't know what the number is, you know? I'm, I'm not, not one to say. I'm not but going to I say will where say that line is. That a hundred. And I think when you're talking is about a hundred. Very much over the line mm -hmm. of what is acceptable to kill and not kill. And when you're talking <laughs> about 193 confirmed. Uh, at that point, I don't think we're talking about a false conviction. And these are children. These were between this six and This isn't even 16. just, like, walking up to somebody and, like, which, did you know most 
most murders are like people getting in fights like in public like people that don't know each other or no it's no people that do know each other that are just getting yeah. like in fights at like bars and shit that are killing each other that's like the most yeah most murders are but, and so like it's not even that like this guy is like going and finding little children yes yes he was going and searching God, out children who killed all these fucking people are just killing all children. of them you know, I'm not one that hates killing. No, I'm just kidding. We're not gonna kill there we go. I already had to backlash myself on one of these episodes for that, so I will not do that again. I think that we all know that Estelle is not one who necessarily enjoys the regular company of children. However, Estelle does not kill children. I don't children. think this is cool. No. No, that's murdering sad. children is not a good thing. Well, it's just not. So that's the most. That's they the have highest the most. body yeah. Now... I am sure that any of our listeners who are familiar with historical serial killers are going to be screaming at me right now because I did not bring up Elizabeth Bathory. Okay. So we're going to very, very briefly talk about her. Um, In 1610, she was convicted of murdering um, several hundred young women. Oh. Uh, The thing is that when historians have gone back and looked at her case, Historians who are seriously looking into the case don't believe she actually murdered anybody. They think that this was probably political rivals were accusing her. And that she may she may not have actually killed anybody. And that's just based on how the entire trial plays out and the fact that it's 1600s and she was a woman with extreme wealth and power and all of her political rivals all of a sudden were like yes she murders people and bathes in their blood oh wow so i would actually suggest that if you're interested in the case of elizabeth bathory that you go and check out a podcast called our fake history um episodes 126 and 127 sebastian mayer did a great job of breaking down the history of that case and all of the details. And that's a two part episode. And he is a phenomenal history researcher. Anyway, all of his history episode, well, his entire show is history. All of his episodes are good. If you're interested in Elizabeth, Elizabeth Bathory, again, go check out our fake history episodes, 126, 127. I'm not going to bother diving into that. It's been done by people who are, much more educated than I am on the subject. Right. And it doesn't quite fit in with this episode. So okay. we're not going to talk about that. Cool. So that's what we have for today. Perfect. For serial killers. Yeah. We have the highest body counts. That's a lot of people. We have the oldest documented. We're, they're all really killing children. Um, All of them that we talked about were going after kids. Yeah. I think kids are just the easiest, probably. Yeah, yeah to kill in large amounts. Huh? Yeah. To kill it all. I, I mean, think what about she it. was poisoning. You know? I'm not sure, and there's no way to be 100% right. sure without... It's pretty old. Yeah, without exhuming bodies, and, and the testing wouldn't have been able to be done at the point. Oh, I mean, good point. They didn't even have any of that. Yeah, yeah. Some of our modern forensics didn't exist, you know. Yeah. Um, which, that's another subject that I want to get into. Not well, today. Is I want to have a whole episode on forensics. Yeah, we totally... Did you know that, like, our crime rate has gone incredibly down, but the way we... Our crime... Like, 
the amount of crimes that we're solving has also gone incredibly down. Like it's harder to solve crimes now because they're, I have to, I have to reread or I have to re-listen to this podcast. I listen yeah, to. Yeah, I think you should listen. Um, and it's not because we don't, like we have all of the, like we have all of the ways to test things. Mm-hmm. That's easier to like do or whatever. Right. But um, just like the ways that murder is being committed is very different now. Like it's not, I, so. I think, like anything else, murder is going to evolve with the times. Mm-hmm. Um, as technology gets better, um, we're going to find new and more interesting ways to murder people without yeah. being caught. Yeah. And that actually makes it sound cool, and it's not. It's not. We're not We're not cool with murder. <laughs> we are going to come right out yeah. right now. Not glorifying the murder. dance yeah. of this podcast. I don't murder Murder people. is bad. <laughs> Do not murder. That's just the stance of this podcast. Got, we here at 2 a.m. Brains, we don't believe in murder. We don't believe in murder as a way to solve our problems. Don't do that. No don't violence. do murders. No don't, don't use violence. Oh. Okay. It shouldn't be perfect. We shouldn't have a perfect. That should just be a known thing. It should just be we don't do violence. Just yeah. No violence. I like that. Yeah. Peace. Good night. <laughs> That's a good way to end it. <laughs> If you enjoy 2AM Brains, please rate and review wherever you listen. This helps others to find us and helps us to grow. You can connect with Dinah and Estelle in our 2AM Brains Facebook group or say hi to Dinah on Facebook and Twitter. Send questions or comments to 2AM Brains, that's Brains with a Z, at gmail.com.